Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Munchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, you guys? I'm Ray. I'm from the North. I'm an alpha male. I'm a Yankee, some people call me. I got an entourage. I'm a guy's guy. And when I go to the bar, a lot of people are ordering drinks. Maybe a slippery nipple. Maybe a margarita. Or a Cosmo. Not me. I'm getting a can of beer. I'm going in the corner. I'm getting my keys out. I'm puncturing a hole in that can, and I'm shotgunning, baby. Well, I'm Pitts, and I'm filling in for Eddie today, and I'm from the Midwest, and that's all you need to know, and you're either going to love me or hate me. Let's go. And you watch sports on your Chiefs couch in your basement. Yeah, I do that. Not in the basement, in the office. I got one. Please yeah. add that to your intro. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Eddie's out sick again today, so Brain we're going to lame, but we're, we're going to play the game that America loves. It's called Would You Rather. Would you rather never be able to brush your teeth again? Or would you rather never wear deodorant again? Me first? Yeah. I'm brushing my teeth every day. Stink on. I'll stink. Okay. I mean, some people don't wear deodorant and don't stink, so I'm going to take my chances, but I'm brushing my teeth every day. Yeah, I'm going to brush the teeth. The deodorant you can get away with uh, if you're next to a body of water, a lake, a river. I would go on spring break. I'm dead honest to God serious and for an entire week I didn't do deodorant there were times I didn't shower and you don't smell that bad you got to brush the teeth every day or you're killing yourself you're not gonna have any game you're trying to talk to friends you smell like crap the body BO deodorant it's not a major issue boys I, I, I will go a weekend sometimes not having the time to do deodorant, whether if I'm hungover or I'm getting, you know, I'm partying, I'm bar to bar. I don't have time to throw on a little deodorant. If you're rushing, guys, you can do without the deodorant. Always brush your teeth, children. I hate the feeling of non-brushed teeth. Like, you can feel the little bit of plaque on your teeth. A night, Especially after a night of drinking, no matter how many times you brush your teeth, to me, they always feel dirty. They feel gross, but there are things to mask bad breath. There's gum, there's Tic Tacs, there's mints, there's whatever, there's Listerine, there's all sorts of other things. When you stink 
You stink. You can't sit next to somebody. When you have bad breath, you can sit next to someone and they don't have to know you have bad breath. True. Because you don't have to be a close talker. You can talk from far away. So I'm going to say I will go without brushing my teeth because I can have a lifetime supply of green extra gum in my mouth and you won't really be able to tell the difference. How bad can breath get? Like... Does your breath stink worse two days after not brushing it as opposed to one day? Love it. I think you. there's a ceiling. Yes. Uh, there's a ceiling on the bad breath. <laughs> bad body odor, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Not everybody worse. stinks, man, because then your food intake is a... Uh, no, if you sweat, if you work out, you stink. Right, but I, I feel like I got a case here. I think the food you eat contributes to the way you smell. Probably, I mean, I mean, but I'm not sweat eating... Sweat is toxins leaving your body, correct? I understand that, but I don't know what... Uh, foods make me sweat pure bliss, so I'm not going to do that research. I call and BS on you, though, man, because if we did this for two weeks, you would brush your teeth before you quit putting on deodorant. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think but we all would. I, I hate to say this because I don't want to call people out. Have you smelled a, a bad B.O.? Oh, my recently? God, yes. You have? Yes. Oh, my God. I don't, let, let me Go see walk this. down Broadway and smell a homeless guy. <laughs> well, that Guys, oh my. That's anywhere in a city, okay. but I mean, we're talking okay. like people we come in But that's what I'm saying. With, but... You, you want to smell a bad B.O. person, you smell them. Get on an airplane and be snuck. Stuck next to a bad bo person, you will want to kill yourself. But do you want to? Because I'm 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 not great with awkward situations. Don't I don't not one of those. Try to avoid them. Do you tell somebody or do you just try to politely get away? Like I feel like if they're close to me, I'm going to tell them because a lot of times when you stink, you don't know you stink. You know, some people. That, that's a good question because you know, in college, you in care the about somebody freshman you, year uh, in the dorms at Chisholm <laughs> Hall at the University of Texas at San Antonio, there was this guy Emmanuel. And let's just say he had a body odor problem, and no one would say anything. And there was this smoking, and I mean smoking hot chick named Carissa. And Carissa Thompson, she's on the Fox show now. No, not Carissa Thompson. But she, uh, Emmanuel left his backpack in my buddy John's dorm room one point after school one day, came in, left it there. And, so Carissa went and got a stick of deodorant, and she wrote a little post-it note on it and said, Hey, this might help you with the ladies, XOXO, and left it in his backpack. So she didn't say, we never said anything to him, but she took the initiative and left a little stick of deodorant, and not, and so it didn't make it awkward. That's actually she, a decent route, route right. to take. I thought it was pretty legit on her part. That's what you I'm know, saying. I, like, I think it was she caring. Was very I don't think it nice. was being funny. I think she was no, being I know. thoughtful. I, I and agree hey, with you. you know? And I, I was like, because I was like, why don't we confront him? And I was like, no, we can't do that. You can't. She did it in a roundabout way where he gets the hint and he doesn't have to ever be embarrassed in front of anybody else. He just finds it in his backpack. Boom. Shout out. So, and again, maybe he didn't know. You know, right. so you had do you have I mean, there's different levels of stink, right? There's like lazy stink, there might be athletic stink. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the reason for the stink and there's is it stink. Well, yeah, there's the the bo issue, and I I just haven't experienced it recently. Maybe I'm not riding subway cars. I'm not taking trains. I don't fly a lot. If I do, it's just one vacation, Maybe two you vacations stink. a year. No, I've never smelled rain. You would, people would tell you you're in a little glass room. People would tell you if you stink. And I, I know the people that I'm around most of the time, and I, they're honest with you. Yeah, I don't go to church as much as I did with my parents, and those were times when we would account, uh, encounter a bo person. Sometimes the homeschool kids, like they didn't shower for weeks. See, not calling out homeschool kids, but they didn't go in public, so they didn't really see the need to shower. And sometimes you'd talk to them, very nice people, but oh, they don't. I don't know if they really do cologne in the homeschool system. Sometimes in Michigan, the very small area where we lived, totally a generalization. Maybe they all wear. Tons Just of imagine cologne. working next to Shaq if Shaq never showered. 
Or it didn't wear deodorant. I mean, he so let's has not to, use a guy who's seven tall. I mean, everybody's no, no, going to be under his armpit. <laughs> he has to sweat so much just on a daily basis, walking to and from his car, doing this because he is so big. You know, a lot of bigger people, and I had a roommate that did this. They actually put pads underneath their armpits so it soaks up the sweat from I their pits sw- if they pit. Really? Yeah. I, he was a taller, big guy, close to 300 pounds, and he would put little mm-hmm. pads underneath his armpits. Well, that's how we play. Would you rather? <laughs> Get this stuff. <laughs> Top of your head. <laughs> that was a good one. That that brought out a lot of thought and a lot. And we went in a deep invest, a deep dive into what we would rather do and how it affects the world. And if you're on a subway car right now, trapped next to some bo, God help you. Tell me if I stink. That's all I'm asking. I do want to be told. I try not to stink, but right. I mean, like in a like polite way, bad, be like, hey, bro. Like if you have bad breath, do you want someone to tell you? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all we all focus on our hygiene though. Yeah. I well, and I to. work in a room with all girls, and they all smell fine. So I'm always kind of thinking, am I good deodorant-wise? Am I good cologne-wise? I take it a step further, bro. I, I tweeze my eyebrows. How about that? You're off the show. Just yeah. announce yeah. that to all 30 of your listeners. Hey, guys, that was, uh, <laughs> that was We'll see you tomorrow. Welcome Have back, a good Eddie. weekend. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, I'll take the heat. I like to groom myself. And I don't know how <laughs> someone can go from so beloved... To pretty much hate it in a matter of two and a half weeks. We back to Cooch. But Anthony Davis has managed to just totally ruin his reputation in a lot of people's eyes. Last night in the Pelicans game, right before halftime, supposedly he suffered a shoulder injury, showered at halftime, and left <laughs> the arena with his that. agent. This is coming after he requested a trade and said, get me out of here, I'm not going to re-sign because his agent wanted him to do that. Is and he not he, at work? He leaves the arena. And, and an MRI, they said already comes back, contusion. He doesn't know if he's going to play in the All-Star game. But he's going to travel to the All-Star game. But he doesn't know if he's going to play in the All-Star and game. And great job, camera guy, getting that footage oh of him gosh, walking off. Walking out of the ah. arena. Like, how bad does it look for you to leave in the middle of the game? You get out of here. Anthony Davis, what are you doing? You look you look so bad. I understand you want Maybe to be traded. Maybe he's tra- forcing the issue. No, he. It, but he can't be traded until the offseason. But isn't true note, though? Can you do that? You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But, I mean, you've got to have some. Well, they I can mean, fine him. I mean, not, He'll I mean, get fined probably. For not by the NBA, but I'm talking about like, your job, dude. You can't walk out on your job. I know. And I hate to do the analogy of a breakup, but. It's, it's, this, it's, is a, this is a very bad breakup. Yeah, when this you is, break oh, up with your chick, everything's perfect before. You, she's got her dog. Y'all have the apartment together. <laughs> you have dog. great relationships with her parents. You're gr- friends with her friends. When the breakup happens, all of a sudden her dad's threatening you. All of a sudden her friends are talking you bad behind you. Really There's a bunch of stuff really coming out. Money, this, that. You're just leaving in the night. That, I mean, it sounds a lot like the Anthony Davis thing. When a breakup's about to go down, it starts getting ugly. And people start getting brought into it. And then like your character gets brought into question. All because of the breakup. That's what we're dealing with but right doing now. It, doing it in that kind of environment where you're so visible, is it... Trying to get, is it trying to force the issue? I mean, is it, hey, dude, get me out of here. I'm making an ass out of myself. I look childish. I want to go. Well, no, the, he wants to go, but he can't go anywhere until the offseason. They didn't trade him by the trade deadline, so he's oh, there so he for the rest. Yeah. He's, he's there for the rest of the season no matter what. Like, they can, there's nothing that can be done until the NBA season is over. It just, if I'm his teammate, I don't want him around anymore. After he, he walks out on us. I mean, they're not winning any. And they won the game. They even beat the Thunder, which was awesome without him. Right. And 
it just and the coach Gentry said, I'm done talking about it. I'm done talking he about Anthony mad. Davis. And they said, you know, how do you feel about him leaving the arena? He goes, I'm very happy for the guys that were here and played. And I like that. Don't talk about him, but what he is doing, he is just starting to look so bad. And so, and you're right, a break, like the breakup scenario. It seems like the relationship to everybody else, the outside, everything is rosy and perfect. Right. And then when they break up, you find out all these bad things that were going on behind the scenes. And a public breakup is hard to deal with. And that's what they had. It's a public one. And so we're learning it all. They're saying, oh, this is like we're reading. I guess Sports Center comes out with stuff about Anthony Davis. Oh, this. Oh, this trade didn't work. This gross, dirty underbelly. And that we didn't see it when they were dating. When Pelicans and Anthony Davis were in their good marriage, everything was fine. But now that they are about to divorce, man, they're splitting up stuff. It's looking gross. It is looking gross. But hey, that contusion, it may be healed in time for him to play in the All Star game this week. The All Star game is this weekend. <laughs> exactly. So he's good enough to play in the All Star game, but I'm not good enough to play for you, Pelicans. Hey, but he had to leave, though. He had to leave the arena, folks. And if you see the video footage, it's kind of funny because his agent gives the what up to him. Anthony Davis is walking. Then, kind of in his head, you're thinking, he's, he's thinking, oh, man, this kind of looks bad, huh? All right, see you later, man. See you yeah. later. Because like, all the ushers, the ushers that are in the arena are like looking at him like, you're going the wrong way. The hey, court's the, the that court, way. The bench is that way. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, take a left. Turn, uh, turn around. Turn that's, around. That's the player's cars. Worry, excuse, you're going the well, wrong way. I just Googled him. Maybe his eyebrows got in the way. Maybe he should do what I do. That's, I was trying to see who he was. That's that dude that make fun of his eyebrows, right? Brother, Unibron, you don't know who Anthony Davis is? I was Google. I had an idea. That's why I was Googling to make sure. He was a Kentucky player. I don't yeah. follow the NBA. But I was just saying that maybe he should tweeze. I, it's it's just like you get your feelings hurt right here and you just leave in the middle of the podcast. I mean, it's like, you okay. can't hurt my exactly. feelings. Get out of here. Oh, that's bad. Bad look, Anthony Davis. You have to. Hey, sh- will he play in the All Star game? Yes. Let's play. One, two, three. Who cares? I want to know if he's going to play. 100% he's going to play in the, like play in the All-Star attention. game. Who cares? You think he will? Yes. I say, yeah, he plays in the All-Star game, especially because he's trying to be bros with all these players yeah, and stuff. Yeah, a contusion. I mean, he got bumped. There, no, You watch the video, you're like, where did he get hurt? Like, he doesn't all of a sudden grab his shoulder and go down or anything. He just says you he got— You don't know that he didn't get hurt. That's not fair. But his actions after the fact, just because he don't look like a physical injury, doesn't mean that he genuinely didn't have hurt. But, but based I mean, on his it's actions after how quick, the fact— it's, it's amazing how quick he got an MRI and got the results back when the game was last night, and by this morning he already had the results. And also it, the pain think, was that intense that he had yeah. to leave the arena? He had to, I get yeah, it. He, I'm just oh, saying he may have I mean, if you're in that much in pain, don't you need someone to help you get dressed? Mm-hmm. Like, can you really lift your shoulder up if you're in that much pain? Man, and, if it's and, really as far as you guys think it is, like you're saying it is, and that's you're soap the, opera crap, That's they, if it gets to that soap opera level where you think he's actually doing that, oh, it's yeah, there. If you're that's, in the NBA, if you're a professional athlete, you're pretty tough. You get hit a lot. Sure. You get bumps and bruises, and for him to leave the game, I would say it has to be a pretty big bump and bruise, but... I think I might be able to play in the All Star game. His talents outweigh his character, though, because the whole the, the whole environment, the whole league saw him do that, regardless of what team he's jersey. Oh, on. someone so will now, take him. Okay. Oh, so his talent. He's one of the so top he can be, five players most in the NBA. So he can be the biggest clown that he wants to, and he's still going to get picked up. Yeah, he's that kind of talent. Yeah. Well, then he's he's people like that are always going to be like that. If you leave the door open, the flies are always going to get in the kitchen. Bro. And here's the thing: I don't think he's really necessarily simple. a bad guy. I really don't. I, I think he's a pretty good dude. Overall, it just looks bad the last couple of weeks how it's transpired. Right. I don't think he's an Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham. I don't think he's anything like that. He's a pretty quiet dude, doesn't say much. I just think how he how this has been handled. 
But in, in, other sports, in other sports, in other sports, in football, words, and I mean, I'm telling you, it always blows up like this. When players leave on their team, it's always a horrible look. Yes. And he should have not done that. He should have just waited till the offseason and said, look, I, trade me. I'm not going to resign. Doing it in the middle of the season, like a week and a half before the trade deadline, makes it really hard because the Pelicans don't have that much time to work out a good trade. They, they don't want to rush something. They want to explore all options. Because there was some stuff going to be rushed with the Lakers. They threw up some... They threw up you know, some Lonzo Ball, some Kyle Kuzma, some middle-of-the-road players, not any superstars, mm-hmm. so whatever. But uh, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. I knew we were going to go this let's route. Let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. Brother, you, we okay. told you about the AAF yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's that football league the that foot- isn't the NFL, right. that isn't college. Right. Is that where They Kaepernick. reached out to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah! To see if he would like to play quarterback this is awesome. in He's their coming league. Back. He is coming back. And he said it would take $20 million for him to play in the AAF. <laughs> $20 million. That's the next level money, isn't it? That, that, is that tells money? you how much Colin Kaepernick does not want to play. There you go. That's what I was saying. That, I mean, that, that kind of money doesn't get doled out in that league, does it? No, they signed three years. For two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh yikes! I didn't know. I mean, that's that's not pennies, but I didn't think that was. No, they get about seventy thousand, seventy-five thousand per season, and he wanted twenty really million dollars. I mean, that's really not a lot with the beatings you're taking. Would that have been big for AAF? Yes, but oh, is it twenty it million worth? Probably not. The, the uh, amount of media coverage they would have got for that eyeballs to the TV stations to watch Colin Kaepernick play to see if he still has it yeah. or to cheer for him to get hurt because right. some people don't like Colin Kaepernick. As sad as that is, you cheer for him to get hurt maybe. I just It tells me that Colin Kaepernick wants to be known as the guy that's been blackballed from football right? and he has outrageous demands, $20 million to play in this league or else it's not worth it for him. Like I've said all along, he doesn't really want to play anymore. I'd be uh, I'd be a little bit gun shy about telling you boys what I do for twenty million dollars. <laughs> hey, and that's one hell of a negotiation tactic. So, something for twenty million. But they're, they're coming he to the makes table. Millions of dollars a year anyway. I get it, but they're paying these guys seventy five thousand, and bucks. he comes to the table with twenty million. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, how funny would it be if you wa- making more than the president of the AAF? Period. He's true. He's probably making more than the owners, the coaches. I mean, no team is making twenty million in the AAF. But this dude wants twenty million dollars to play in the AAF. How far? So he's officially turned it down, right? He's officially turned. Well, no, no. They they, they're not going to pay him twenty million. Okay. They don't. I don't think they have twenty million to pay him. I'm just curious. Is there any negotiating going on? So he says twenty million. Did AAF come back with something else? Like, uh, maybe, they shoot him an offer? Maybe we'll give you a million. <laughs> Does anybody in the $20 million ballpark want him? Does anybody on the next level want him? Is there any interest no. at all in him in the NFL? No. Nope. 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 And I don't, and like I said. I think that was brought on himself. I disagree with that. The, att- I, the he, attention. He was blackballed from the NFL. And they may want him now, but they're going to pay him five hundred thousand dollars, whatever, to be a backup. I'm just saying the attention that I think it was was brought on by himself, not not the, the blackballing and all that stuff. But I feel like he put himself in. The, yeah, he couldn't control the blackballing. That right. was the NFL. Wasn't defending right, that right or no, wrong. no. He 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 definitely brought the attention on himself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he did. He what by kneeling, he brought the attention, the spotlight. And, and in his reasoning, he did that, and his right, but it was his intentions. He did. He did not know it was going to cost him his career, right. and he had no idea because he still wanted to play football, but and not then, anymore. But not anymore. Then once he got blackballed, he was like, you know, okay, now I can sue the NFL, and I can be a spokesperson and a you know a face of a movement, 
and I don't have to go out there and play, okay, I'm cool with that. I'll make my money over here by from Nike or over here from this, and I can sue the NFL, and I can look like... Because now I think he could get back in the NFL. Someone would pay him, but it's not worth it to get a million dollars. He'd rather sue him and win $50 million. Because I think he's going to still win. going on, the suing. It's still, gonna, it's still going on. I don't know what's going to happen, but yes, I do not think he really wants to play in this. $20 million to play in the minor leagues. And that's him. That's his agent saying, doing that pitch. So it's it's just such an exaggerated number that it was pretty much just a no. That's all it was. It was yes, just, it was it just was a no with a number. Because he <laughs> knew that they're not going to pay him $20 million, So you right. get you say something outrageous. Mm-hmm. That's like a Craigslist deal. My it's b- a win-win, because if they say yes, you're like, holy... Like, <laughs> me and my chick have been doing Craigslist. We've been selling some furniture. We're moving. Right. And so we, you always come to Craigslist with a number. Yep. So right. we'll be like, we'll have our couch for 50, uh, 50 bucks. we doing everything really low. So Wait, we you're not going to need a couch in your new place? <laughs> say what you Well, no, this was like side couches. Hell with it, honey, in the new place. I don't want a couch. <laughs> we had recliners we didn't use and couches that just so sat in the other So people have been coming to your house and get this stuff? Yes. Oh, man, it's a little creepy. It is a little creepy, but I'm there, so I my chick's say, safe. It's not just your chick. Exactly. Right? But anyways, we'll do $50, and so then they always lowball us. So $20. You're like, what the hell? Right. Uh, $45? <laughs> but like Colin Kaepernick, like if he came to my place trying to get a couch, right. can you imagine that? 50, 50, it's $50. i tell you what. You give me five and I'll no, take his your couch. Ne- well, <laughs> his negotiating. Exactly right. Dude, his, yeah, Colin's, his negotiating, I would end up having to pay him. Honey, we were going to get 50 for the couch. And Turned Colin. Out I got a great deal. I gave Colin 250 He gets the couch. We don't have to worry about getting the 50 bucks. And he uh, also is moving in. 100%. And I told him he would take three things. And yeah. Right. But like negotiating is a fascinating thing to me. And when he comes to the table with tw- uh, $20 million, I mean, it, you just don't know, like, I guess he knows his worth if he's going with that number. No, but he's being he, he's exaggerating it because he's like, if they're willing to pay me that, okay, I'll play. But besides that, it ain't worth it. But I, I do agree start... with your bartering. I just think in his situation, that, I don't think that exaggerated of a number, I think it was just like, that means you know, no. Throwing, yeah, I mean, you know, kind of throwing middle fingers in the air with a number. Because if you're going to do a negotiation tactic, if he really wanted to do it, he should have done like around a nine hundred thousand or a million, right? But he went twenty million, so that it's never going to happen in a million. Never years. Gonna it wasn't like he didn't draw up a contract with an agent. It was just you know, hey, here's a number. Right, like no, a no, text no. or a conversation. And we're finding no out actual. they threw some other feelers out to other players. You had Kaepernick. You also had Tebow. Yes, and Tebow turned it down. He said he's going to do baseball. Which it would have been interesting for Tebow to do AAF. You would think. I always kind of thought Tebow was saying that football is his love, and is football. It's like the same thing with a Kyler Murray. What, what do you love? Football, baseball, basketball. What do you love? Tebow. I always thought he kind of loved that football. He would be kind of fun to watch in the AAF. But I think the, he loves football, but he knows he's not going to the NFL. So why waste his time in the AAF when he still has a chance to make the major league roster of the Mets? Do you, Okay, yeah. I didn't know that he was that interested in still playing Major League Sports. To what you said about He's Colin Kaepernick baseball, not baby. going, I know I didn't know that. I, when you talk about Colin not not being fiscally, uh, there wouldn't be any reason for him uh, money wise to get back into a you know right. NFL and stuff like that. I would think for somebody like Tebow has done quite successful. Outside, inside sports, but outside, you know, without a helmet on. You know, he's done great analyst. He's done, you know, with his motivational oh, Tebow stuff. Oh, he has I mean, plenty of money. Yeah, Tebow it's has. not about the money. I didn't realize that he still had a drive to play, you know, play. I just knew he was involved in it. I didn't know he was playing the baseball stuff. Yeah, you didn't know he was playing baseball? I didn't. I he's got going to, baseball I, strong. I got to train with Tebow for, I don't know, three or four months when he was right out of college at D1 in Franklin when I was training there. Uh, you guys the, worked out together? Mm-hmm. They had the combine, and you'd have to remind me of the class. There was a... 
So wait, wait. Um, you were actually know, in the class with NFL Tebow. Class, you and him were. We were. I mean, it was at D one, the facility. Have you ever been? Inside no, I, I understand. I've been there. So you worked out I, like side we by were on side. The same you spotted him. I had my own. No, I had my own class. He was actually with Sam Weish, the old Cincinnati Bengals head coach. Okay. And I got to watch them work out. It's a sixty yard field, astroturf yep. with the black pellets. Same thing they play on. Yeah. Because um, that's what it's for. It's D1. I was just going through a weight loss. That's when I was going through my weight loss, and every day I had a training class there. And they were doing the NFL Combine. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, was Jordan Shipley the same around the same? I think Jordan Shipley was there. Um, well, did you go Tebow? You, you go only for any routes? No, we got to talk to him and stuff. We threw. I threw. I didn't throw a Tebow. Matter of fact, I don't even know that I saw a Tebow throw. Like he didn't release the ball. I can remember him with Sam. No, true story. Sounds like Sam a great combine. I'm glad he was warming up his arm. No, he was always with. He was always with Sam. Sam, you know who Sam? You may not. Yeah, I know. know Sam. I know who Sam Weish is. Well, he would. Uh, he was. He he wouldn't release the ball. Was my point. He was always working on his motion, like just motion. Up, yes. They wow. Would, he would snap it and they would take it up there. You know, they always talked about his release. So I got to see that. I didn't spend. It wasn't like I became Ben's fr- best friends. I Did mean, you get his probably, number? Huh, but he was super nice, and I remember Did you get a picture. Him. No. Did you get an autograph? In the, you didn't Man, get a picture. That's their environment. Did you I get him to sign a barbell? I didn't get an autograph or anything. <laughs> like I, a weight, pl- a forty-five pound plate. Did you get him to sign it? No, I was surprised at how big he was. He was bigger than I thought he was. Pretty good sized dude, and, um, but very kind. He was very nice. We talked to him about five or six minutes or so. I didn't bother him. I mean, that's their job. They're in there working for the next level, you know. So they'll give you some time and attention. It was fun. The only ones you know, and I was with a bunch of guys. Did he give you any encouraging words? Of course. Did man. he bless I mean, I lost you? Lost hundred and some pounds. So they saw me working. I mean, I so saw him every Tebow day. So Tebow helped you lose hundred pounds. He motivated have, you. Well, I mean, they're all did he kind bless of you? They all say high five. I don't know if they remember me, but yeah, I mean, I got to work out with professional athletes. Who else did you work out with? My trainer was just a trainer there. I wasn't involved with them. Who else? Did any of these NFL guys at one point say, I was there from 2008 to 2010. Did any of these NFL guys at one point say, who the hell's the guy over there losing weight? Mm -hmm. Biggest loser guy? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't on the biggest loser, but they said, yeah, I lost 100 Did anybody wonder why you were at the NFL training facility? Uh, no, because okay. it wasn't. Anybody I mean, could go. It's my, like my trainer was just yeah. there was the only reason okay. I was there. Okay, okay. I was curious on the connection. I didn't I know I got to you... work out with Ramon Foster, too, the, the right tack. I think the right guard for the Steelers. Now, did they ever tell you that, man, He's this dude UT could... guy, but he trained with him. This dude could play in the NFL when they saw you moving? I don't know if I got the moves or not, but yeah, they were real encouragement. I think I was trying to bust my balls. So you saw Jordan fun. Shipley too? I think I'm trying to remind, remember who I was. We'd have to look at the class. It was that whenever Tebow was there, it was, it was I was at D at D one from t- February 2008 to somewhere in 2010 when my trainer. That sounds that's, like Tebow so, time. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Neat. Was Kirk Cousins there? I don't remember. Like I was going to say that I was with a bunch of people, but the only ones that you know, unless you're deeply involved in scouting, yeah. were, were the the notable faces. Gotcha. So like I was with a bunch of big. Big guys, linemen and stuff, just huge guys. So it was fun to watch them because unless you're in there, you don't see how big they are in real life. And how, how quick they are. They, quick are they, they are. They can so move, we would stay move, after move. our class. I had a class. I still worked here, but every day my class was at 11. So I would go up there from 11 to 11.45 and then you'd shower and get ready. You know, you'd leave. And I would you showered, you with showered in the shower? No. What did Tebow look like in the shower? I got to shower. Shut up. Was he drawers down? I got to shower in the locker room. Same. It's a. It's they're, they're dudes, dude. Same YMCA locker room, just like no, any no, other no question. Room. Did you look? Did you look when you were in there Jesus. in the shower with Tebow? There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. No, I'm serious. Hey, God bless it. Just tell us. Four times. You showered with Shut Tebow up. four times? Shut up. I don't remember. I didn't. I don't know. I was there for a 45-minute class. Those Brother, guys were there you wouldn't know if you were in the shower o'clock. with they, Tebow. No, they were one-on-one showers. It wasn't a group shower. Oh. I'm just saying. Was, Did you ever use the urinal next to Tebow? Um... I don't recall, man. But you guys, he so he, he shook your hand. He talked to you. I can't believe you never went for that picture, though. I just not that kind of. I mean, I guess it wasn't. I wasn't in that kind of environment. Like we're sweating on the field. You know, it was high. If I didn't have my phone, you know what I mean, brother. It it's 2019. Like, you see anybody, you go for the picture. This was 2012, dude. It was 2000. Whatever. But anyway, <laughs> super cool dude. Though, the reason man, I cool. brought up yeah. Kirk Cousins yeah. is people on Twitter are funny. I think people on Twitter are funny, yes, and they can be mean, but they're funny. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins decides he's going to do a giveaway on Twitter, okay? <laughs> so he puts up a poll. He says, the season feels so far away, so I want to do a giveaway to keep all the Vikings fans excited. What do you want me to give away? Option one, signed jersey. Option two, signed football. Option three, signed mini helmet. Option four, other. <laughs> Someone replied to him, this is not going to end well for you. And then the tweets come in. What about a signed resignation? (laughs) How about give away some of the money you took from the Vikings? How about give away yourself to another team? How about some of that cap space? (laughs) Half of your guaranteed contract so the team can sign a quality tackle to protect you. <laughs> Did he continue with the giveaway or was he forced to fold? No, he ended up giving away a jersey. Your contract. <laughs> your contract. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but your contract so the Vikings can trade you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, third and seven. Throw it for eight yards, not six. <laughs> hey, how about a win against a team with a winning record? <laughs> I mean, so funny. Dang. Like he tries to do something nice, and these people just go. In Adam, like that made me laugh so hard. If you just sit there and read the replies of people going at Kirk Cousins, trying to do something nice, that's great. Just trying yes. to have fun interaction with fans on Twitter, and fans go fans and just start ripping him. Hey, and then one guy had, that calls it, this isn't going to end well for you. And it happened. Hey, you had to do a giveaway. You did a giveaway for Zach Brown sign or something. Oh my gosh, it was the dumb. It was the world's dumbest giveaway because in so, the end, lunch ended up losing a bunch of money. So what I did is I put on my Instagram. <laughs> And Dumbest I, thing ever. Never do this. I had this big old sign, Zach Brown band. It was like an album cover, but it was blown up photos, like a huge photo. And I said, guess any number between 1 and 500. And I'd written number a number down, 333. Three, three. And I said, whoever guesses it first, I'll mail it to you. So I go to mail it. Oh, God. <laughs> but somebody guessed it. So there yeah, was someone a- guessed it. And All they right. lived in like New Mexico. 
and I'm like, and we're in Nashville, so I said, okay, I'll just go to FedEx and I'll mail it. So I go to mail it, and it was a, a j- oversized package. So they wanted to charge me hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> to mail this to the person. And then he already promised the person they're going to get it, so he's got to go through with it. So then I'm like, how am I going to do this? Well, I ended up mailing it. I had to pay like $180 to mail this stupid giveaway. Coach, I would have reached think- out and been like, look, here's what I got myself into. If you want it, I will give you the 180 If, I mean, I will spend the 180 and mail it to you. I'm a man of my word. How about I just Venmo you like 50 bucks cash and you take the wife out. I'll keep the sign. If you're ever in Nashville, it's yours. Why didn't you try to get yourself? Did out? you think somebody from Nashville was going to win? Or oh. no? I didn't know. I thought it'd be just because it, it was a really light thing. So I figured they do it by weight. It would be like five bucks. Yeah. No, it was a hundred and eighty dollars because it was so big. It had to go on their oversized freight. Shit, I'd have turned it into a puzzle poster, brother. Brother, with the hard S. Oh my bad. Good God! You, I'm just saying you could have cut it up and, and made it look like little puzzle pieces and gave no. Them that, that's so dumb. That is so dumb. Listen, I'll, pay, always, I'll be done with my 180 hey, bucks in my pocket. Before you do a giveaway, always make sure that it's mailable and how much that mailable yeah, is going to cost you. Yeah, but you. you're just doing Check a giveaway. Check yourself before you do the giveaway. <laughs> yeah, just you're talking, city you're you talking about making deals with people. You're the one that should have made the deal. You're talking about doing Craigslist deals like you got yourself in a pickle. You should have no, figured out No, I way said to get I was going to give a giveaway, and I so know. I did. I, I, I would have tried to back track a little bit before I had to spend that money. I don't backtrack. Then Twitter would have attacked his ass. Yeah, I'm a man of my he, word. He still could have been a man. He could have reached out to that person and said, would you like to have this? No. No. Or would you like to have this? Like they do on Let's Make a Deal. They give those people something, then Wayne Brady offers them another thing, and they can trade it in. That's a good you point, but I didn't, the poster. I, didn't, I didn't have anything else to give away. I wasn't going to give away anything else. Twitter round two. Uh, but we all play golf, mm-hmm. and this might be the worst golf hole in the history of golf. <laughs> this dude on the web.com tour... On the second hole, par four, shot a 17. <laughs> Dang. How? Just hazards, hazards, hazards. I, he said, I've never had a 17 in my life, not even when I started playing golf. So, Diarmond, the head pro at TPC Treviso in, in Naples, he drove it into the water on the 491-yard second hole. That's where his troubles began. So, he, tries, he, he twice he tried to hit from the rough over the water. Both times went in the water. So then he goes back to the tee to try to tee off again, and he Land hit it in the seven on the tee. So he hit it in the water twice more. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Unless they add. <laughs> and then he finally crap. reached the fairway, got it on the green, got a seventeen. He finished with a ninety-one. Where's the drop zone, bro? Well, and here there's some of these courses. So there's a guy on YouTube. Uh, he your caddy hit it. I think he was playing in Texas. I don't know his name, but he hit it in the woods. And you can play out of the woods. So at first he tried to play it out of the woods. Then they go back and tee it up. And then he like hit oh, it back. Oh, Kevin Nah. Is that it? what it was? Well, at the Texas Open. Yeah, and so he hit it in the woods. And you can play it out of the woods, I guess, at this tournament. Yeah. So he's trying to do it from the woods. Then I think he ended up going and re-teeing. It was maybe one of the highest scores. It wasn't a 17, but good God. I'm pretty sure it was a par 4, probably. And It was it, a par 4. And it was... It was not a 17, but it was damn high, too. Why don't you Google what the highest score is? That's on a web. I mean, 17 might be That's the highest score I've ever heard of on a hole. Uh, he saw, he, Kevin Na 
Shot a 16 on the par 4 ninth, chopping his way through a nightmarish hole during an otherwise solid first round. Pitts, he was in the tree. This is about years ago. He's in the trees, hitting it through trees. and like, I mean, hilarious. And it's all on YouTube. All you got to do is just YouTube he just Kevin. He has out. one of those moments. One of those just, holes. Hey, if you hit it in the woods, go re-tee it again. Here Don't it try and play out. Did he act like one of us where he starts swinging yes. it like, like where he gets frustrated? Kevin Na's problem started on the par 4 ninth hole when he had an unplayable lie from the tee. And then he had a two-stroke penalty when he hit one off a tree, and then it hit him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's and in then, the woods and oh, he and drove it hit you after the right after it hit the, and then five consecutive strokes from the woods. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. that's just got to be frustration. Dude, yeah, at one point in your head, you got to be frustration. like. I'm a professional golfer, and I'm just straight stuck in these woods right now. Straight stuck in the woods. Like, how <laughs> embarrassing. How do you think your caddy feels? Oh, dude. Bro. I don't think the caddy... What, what do you mean the caddy? It, the caddy can feel bad. He didn't hit it. Do, I'm saying, doesn't he? Doesn't his money get made based on a percentage of what they win? Well, well he yeah. probably knew he wasn't winning. That's what I'm saying. When you got to get a 17, you're like... <laughs> I mean, the, the caddies know they can't be that emotional either way. I mean, a caddy's just a caddy. It's sort of like a head coach. As a fan, when you watch the game and a big play goes against your team in basketball, someone comes down and hits a big two threes in a row and you go down by seven, you're mad. If you look at coaches on the sideline, chilling. They don't, they, there's no emotion on their face. They don't smile. They the don't get mad. The ones usually are like that. They just kind of chill. And it's like, I would be a, like when, when you're down by four with a minute to go as a fan, you're like, oh, game's over. We're not going to win. Coaches over there are just like, we got this. And they're just so calm and collective. And I agree. Because you have to be. You don't know what's inside, but, the, but you're but the But that's what leader. I'm saying. You that's what a caddy does. That's well, what a caddy and has you to You do. don't see a caddy that's crazy dramatic, do you? No. Like, no. How, like, as a caddy, all right, going into this, I just really can't talk today, have not that much emotion. Let's go. Start because today. Because it's important that you have to send whatever you have to, you have to send that vibe. I right. Mean, you have to keep that person. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, hey, coaches, you know, Belichick. I've seen some situations where I'd be feuding. He just. I think all coaches, if you just watch the sideline, they're just cool. All right, good. And you also got to be thinking worst case scenario, too, as a coach. Okay, if he comes down here and makes his three, I got to be prepared to get my guys back. All right, he made that three. Well, you have to because if you're not focused on that, who is? You're the coach. Right. So they think that as a fan, you never think worst case scenario. I guess maybe if you're a gambler, this, that. But I mean, most cases, you don't like to think worst case scenario. You're like, we're up four, baby. Here we go. Coach is like, okay, if they make two threes in a row, we're down two. He's got got that if then else structure in his head. He's got six plays, you know, based on if something happens here, I'm going this way. If something happens, goes this, I'm going to run the, you know, like Shashevsky. Deep down, do you think when they're down twenty three to Louisville, do, Louisville, does he think, oh, it's over, we lost, or does he really think, oh, we got a chance to win this I game? Think you have I, I'm to telling think, you, oh, the, you got a chance, or you're not. Your players aren't going to believe you have a chance if you don't. Honestly, Coach K with the three point shooters, when they're down twenty three, that sucks. But the second they drained that three and made it twenty, at that moment, he thought we got a chance. Mm-hmm. I, I think a three the other direction, no way. Then he starts being negative. But when they drain that three to make it twenty. Here we go. I and you have to instill that belief in your players, even if you don't believe it. That's no, I you understand talk about that. You have, you have to. You have to. to. If talk you to don't, them and who like, else does? You are in control of that bus. Oh, absolutely. You're driving you know the bus, saying? and you've got to encourage them. Exactly. Like, hey, you've got a chance. Mm-hmm. Just put your head down and keep going. Keep going. Because when going. you don't have a chance is when that clock hits zero, 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 zero. So as long as that clock doesn't oh, say zero, 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 right. zero, rock that bus. So that means the Chiefs did have a chance in overtime. You just admitted that. <laughs> With what? If it, I don't think it, the game's over at zero, 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 zero. No, in overtime, when there was still time on the clock, the Chiefs had a chance. Both. 
Whatever you're saying, I'm sure. Yeah. Anytime, well, no, anytime they're still. Well, in overtime, you the first after the game, you came in here and argued that they didn't have a chance once they lost the coin flip. But you just admitted their offense didn't because their defense All choked. Right. I just want to make sure that they still had a chance. <laughs> but let's talk football. Elvis Elvis Dumerville, who played for the Broncos and the Ravens, defensive guy. Yep. All he right. came out and he said, "Wow." What a desperate trade by John Elway and the Vikings. Joe Flacco is no good. He tweeted that? He said, it's a big gamble. Definitely desperate, no doubt. I think Joe Flacco Flacco needs an offensive guru. I don't think that he really had that in Baltimore. I do feel feel that if he doesn't have a coach who can coach him, the Sean Paytons, the Josh McDaniels, these kind of guys, he's going to fail miserably. Dang. I love it, though. Players just say whatever they want. Yeah, he reti- he played on. You know Denver. whose opinions I value? Players, because they play. Huh? They're on the field. They play. I like hearing them talk. You don't. You don't like hearing our opinions. Yeah, I, I do like, like sharing mine. I'm not a player. You said I'm just he retired. I like to hear when the people. Yeah, he who retired are in, in August. Doing the, you know, I get, I take more from them, and I do some suit and tie. Hey, you like retired, baby. Get that Twitter account and he, ready. And he said, hey, genius move by the Ravens to be able to trade him and get a pick for him. Somebody that took you a little too far with the Twitter account retiring is Kurt Schilling. I mean, he retired and he just went nuts on Twitter and everything else. And so, I mean, you can be, you can make comments about sports on your Twitter and it's awesome. Or you can go, I mean, super political, super this, religious, sex, this, I mean, whatever the big, you know, the buzzwords are. That's what Kurt Schilling did. And I mean, in times, got himself in trouble. How do you Twitter? Because I don't even know how to Twitter. I talk about I don't Twitter. What do you mean? How do you Twitter? I read it, but I, don't, but I don't know what to say. Nobody want, Nobody cares. What do you say? Well, exactly. I respond to that, stuff, that, but I don't, a... I don't want to like bog up somebody's Twitter. I don't have anything to say. One of the best things, if you're going to start Twitter, is watch a live event mm-hmm. and tweet a couple tweets along with that live event. Gotcha. And That's then, the way to do it. And then also hashtag that live event, because sometimes people just search the hashtags. And brother, you could find out you're hilarious in your living room watching a live event and that everybody else in the world can see it. I like I like having fun and entertaining. Not necessarily entertaining. I don't care about that. But I like to have fun and laugh and joke with people. But... I'm past, I guess I was older than the climate when it came in, you know, the whole social stuff. So I still get it all, but I do not use it. Like, well, I mean, I just brother, don't, it's just like man. anything. You can I erase it, it or but not. I'm just so not engaged in it. Well, then don't Which be. I should be. I enjoy reading it. Brother, I just don't, I well, don't, that's I don't fine. jump that's in. What, that's what, what Twitter is for. You yeah. could, it, it's, Twitter is not necessarily. informational, too. I mean, that's what I say. You know, I, I use it for information. I do it just because of our show. If I didn't have this show, I would never tweet. I would never tweet. But I would read them. I would read them. I just don't feel like I mean, my life's boring. You make me laugh. Brother. Like, but, I think you're great at it. I, 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 you. I love it. You're clever. Like, you that's you what can I either enjoy. use Twitter or you can use Instagram or you don't, brother. Mm-hmm. You can go live in the woods and do whatever I use you want. It. <laughs> Shut up. It's yeah. not a big deal. Like, <laughs> you can go hit your ball in the woods with Kevin Na and turn your social accounts yeah, on. Yeah, you don't it. have to be, into, be in the, that. into that. And now, the NBA All-Star Game this weekend, level of interest. Bring it on, baby. One through ten. Uh, I love the dunk contest on Saturday nights because it's a great way to say... Who is this guy? And, and I'll watch you learn the highlights Sunday morning before I watch. You we were blessed. We were blessed growing up. We got to see Vince Carter, Jordan. I guess was maybe when I was still a toddler. But anyways, you got to see these amazing dunkers. Vince Sandy, one of the top dunkers ever, ever, ever. And Sports Center did a top ten, and he was, I think, number. He was top three. He was number one actually. Jordan was two, or maybe Wilkins was three. But anyways, 
We saw some great dunkers the past 10 years. They none of the stars do none it. None of the it, stars do it. That even, was my point. I don't know who they, they show highlights, and I don't even know who some of them are. Now, given I don't follow the NBA, but back in the day, you knew who the guys were going to be in the All-Star game. Right. And it was cool seeing them go off like that. Now, they are cool dunks. I will give them that. I will give them credit for that. But In the last couple of years, they have re- they have done a good job of getting some better dunks. It used to be just boring but old. who are sit. they? Now, here's my thing. You should get one attempt. If you miss it, it's over. Like when they were doing the thirty seconds, where if they miss it five times and they, they stop, just one attempt. If they miss it, it's over. And I think is it usually the TNT guys that commentated? I think like Charles Barkley yeah. and Kenny the Jet. I think I, that's funny. I like the three point contest. I like the three point shootout, and I love the skills competition. Steph's the favorite on that one. Love those. The game. The though, game is absolutely boring. garbage. Cannot man. watch it. And it's not even. It's now it's Team Giannis and Team LeBron, right? Isn't yeah. That it? Yeah. I'm even fine with the highlights of the all. St- like the three point stuff. It's just so boring to watch live to me. What the NBA? I don't know why it's gone from me. I love sports in so many different ways, but I just cannot get into it. And I wish I could. I want to see these favorites for these three point dunk contest. Me. I know there's no names in the dunk contest because they showed me a list of them and I, I who are those guys are those sixth men are they even starters on nba teams <laughs> oh look another eight foot guy that can touch a 10 foot pole with a ball hey the nba though they should have been revolutionary they should have brought zion williamson for the dunk contest It'd bring a college fun. guy up well, it'd be but, fun to have some brother, kind they're of not a, gonna, they're not gonna do that but no but maybe in an off season it would be fun to have a college skill well brother they always have dunk contests at random parks in during the summer for I gus don't macker get random parks on my cable tv it doesn't come Bro- with my brother contest. you ever been to a gus no. macker Who's that? Like a tournament these that they do in the summer in cities. Oh. There's amazing dunks, but it just sucks sometimes when that's our NBA All-Star I dunk I grew up contest. in a town of 600 people hey, in Midwest just like Kansas. That, Brother, hey, there wasn't Kansas anybody, there is wasn't anybody dunking. Well, not hey, my town. New Orleans has fired their GM. Uh-oh. That's just now? Yeah. Uh, New Orleans has parted ways with GM Dell Demps. League sources tell ESPN. See, where's the pants over there? Well, they, they're mad that he didn't get... I guess they thought he should have traded him before the trade deadline, maybe. And they're livid with Anthony Davis for leaving the arena early. And so this whole thing is screwed up. And now they're looking for a new GM that's going to be able to hang handle this Anthony Davis thing. The wheels are falling off. There are four guys in the dunk contest. I'm going to say the player, you name the team. Okay. See how many Lunchbox gets. Okay. Can I try Can't, to? I'm going to lose watch, all four of them, but still. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Let's go brother first. Magic. Nope. New York Knicks. Lunch wins. He was on the Mavericks, got traded to the Knicks. John Collins. John Jazz. John Collins is on uh, Portland. Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> so we tied, on, we tied on that one. All right. Well, all right. And then uh, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges is a uh, supersonic. Nope. God, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, he's on the... He's on the uh, Aren't they still... I'll no, tell you. I'll, even... I'll tell you. The, here's a good story about I get to guess Bridges. Again. He got drafted, I believe, by New Jersey. And his mom works in the arena. So she was so excited that he was going to be there. On draft night, he got traded to the Phoenix Suns. But he's not with the Suns. What? He's with the Hornets. Great story. He's been with them all year, I think. I've seen him dunking all year with the Hornets. Mikael Bridges (laughs) had that big story. Maybe he got traded. (laughs) All right. And then uh, let me get one. I don't know about the pronunciation on this one. Himadu Diallo. Himadu Diallo. Oh. Uh, Brother? Uh, I get the first. Uh, I got two. It's either the Hawks or the Hornets. I'm going to go Hawks. All right. Brother didn't get any of them lunch. Well, lunch, you got to go 50%. No, hold on. I not get anything. I need you to spell his first name. H A M I D O U. Himadu Diallo. Because there's a Czech Diallo. No. Nope. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you, he's on the, the Thunder. And so Himado Diallo, who does he play for? Well, it's not the Hawks. Well, I know that. I'm just trying to think of who 
Dude, this might be the worst the Kings? dunk. Con- no, the Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Dude, this. But so it is Czech Diallo. It says Himadu Diallo. Maybe it's Himadu Czech Diallo. Maybe that's a middle name. Maybe Dude, they're putting this his. for Lunchbox to only get one of the four teams. This could maybe be the worst dunk contest in the history of the dunk contest. Yeah, because don't you know everything about everything? Those guys, I mean, I I don't think all of them are starters. I, I know like guessing. Starts. I've never heard of any of those people. Uh, I have heard the last name Diallo, but I've had, no, I didn't hear the Himadu thing. I oh. just assumed that Diallo was the one. For, Chick is on the Northern Pelicans. Okay, so you're right. Are they related? The, uh, yeah. They the are, favorite boys, the favorite to win the three point contest, Steph Curry. Splash Towns in the building. I thought the big boys weren't playing. What do you mean? Well, they do the three point contest okay. and the skills, and then the all star no game. Touch. Just there's for no. the why do they turn down the dunk contest? Because they, they don't want to get hurt. hurt. They don't want to hurt. They don't want to. Yeah, it's not worth it. But yeah, Steph's the favorite to win the three point contest. Who's he got? Who's, the, who's who are the other shooters? I mean, there's a laundry oh, list of them. Oh. Uh, his brother uh, is in it. Yeah, yeah. It's Steph and Seth, and they they're actually Seth's ranked number four to possibly win it. Um, but yeah, All Star Weekend, dude. I honestly, I on well, Saturday night. I'm embarrassed night, that I did not get more of the. I, I was, I talked myself out of that. Coach, these are no namers. Where's the game? Charlotte. Yeah. But uh, Saturday night is for the dunk contest. That's all me. And then Sunday night, just because it's a chill Monday, dude. I gotta say, uh, Sunday night All Star game might be primetime TV. I like watching, even though Wait, there's no defense. Who's the Bridges that's in the dunk contest? Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah. Golly, that, that's you, you didn't hear me he say Miles. You that was his story. Else. I thought you he said, said Mikael Bridges. Okay, yeah, that's why I was wondering. What I'm you're going. What are you talking Coach, about? I know he, he sounded played. like he knew 100 percent about this guy, and then he rattles off the wrong team at the end. When you didn't know Miles Bridges, I was like, he's been dunking on Sports Center uh, all year. My bad. I am so <laughs> check. Hemadu, Miles, Mikael. Hey. I mean, they they got, they got the same last name for yeah. these players. They got to quit doing that, brother. You got to turn on the NBA. We if we talk to you, you got to turn on the NBA All Star Game on Sunday. Okay, I was just going to say, give us your. Attention to and it. give us what you thought about I'll pay it. Attention. It'll be fun because I truly don't have a clue. I know basketball, but I don't know who the players are. You're in for a treat stars. because they don't play defense. They do some dunking. They launch up like half-court shots. It's annoying. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think but what would be cool is that I would get into is watching that stuff live, man. I think it'd be just on a different level. Here you go. Here's two side. tickets to Charlotte. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do want to go to North Carolina sometime. It's about as far uh, east as I've been. Good luck getting in. I always said I wanted to go to Cameron Indoor and you watch You can go. Duke. You just buy them on stuff up. I mean, how much? I, my friend went this year. She went to the game against Yale, and they just bought him on StubHub or one of those hundred, secondary. Hundreds, yeah. though. Yeah. You don't think I can pass as a player? No. Okay. All right. Well, have a great weekend. Hit us up on Twitter, Sore Loser Show. Pitts, thanks for coming. Hopefully Love you it. had fun. Love you. Yeah, I may tweet out Sore Loser Show on the Twitter account a lock for this weekend. Right now, I don't have one. It's All-Star Weekend, so not a lot of NBA action. Actually, there's no NBA action. It's but just All-Star But if you stuff. want to see some good college basketball, get in front of your TV tomorrow as Tennessee to goes Kentucky. to Kentucky. Yeah! Kentucky's favorite. What's, and, uh, what's Rock Chalk Jayhawk? Uh, they're playing West Virginia. They should be favored by win. 50. Yeah, well, Is Kentucky really favored in that game? Yeah, they should so. be. It's a rub. Two and a half, three points, I think. Yeah, they should. Tennessee's bound to lose. Tennessee, no. mm, I don't know, man. What? That's a strong program. No, no. They're, I mean, they, I mean, that's going to be a tough place to play. Rupp's not easy to win at, but that's a that's a legit program. They're fun to watch. Oh, they're a blast to watch. I like I just, Rick Barnes a lot. I don't even see it for some weird reason. They don't have Saturday lines on my phone. All right, right. we are out of here. Have a wonderful day, uh, weekend. We'll see you next week. Get better, Eddie. And we out. And if you guys are in Vegas, definitely bet the dunk contest. Just pick a random guy and then watch it with your buddies, and then you're going to be dunking in the trash can all night, baby, because this is what inspires American kids to love to dunk the dunk contest on Saturday night. Booyah. Yeah. That's all I have.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.